This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Interstate Heating. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! Ha, ha, ha! You're on the crazy train with Midwestern's Shooter Supplies, Cutting Edge Outdoors with Dan. Uh, Try Tom. Your name's Tom, John. <laughs> and I'm John just hanging around. And we've got, so. we've got Greg on, on the on the on the on the on the boards and right now he ain't on the boards he's working so, so it's just the three of us john and i go to quick trip this morning and i'm gonna run and grab my coffee and john says oh i'm gonna come in and look around so john and i walk in and john goes kind of into the middle and he's kind of looking over it kind of in, right in the middle of the store he's standing kind of mm-hmm. just looking i don't know and i walk over grab my coffee walk to the door and go John, ready to go. Tour's over. And he, he says, oh, I was looking all over for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, we got a we got an email oh, from, from Tex. All right. It says, hey. He's hey. driving and emailing at the same time? Yeah, shame on you, Tex. Don't do that unless maybe he's at a truck stop. Yeah. He might he's be. Probably at a truck stop. Okay. He says, uh, hey. Meeting some lot lizards. Tommy gave me some mini mites last time I was a loser. <laughs> you know, he's talking about the horn oh, okay, though. yeah. Yeah, it's hunting season, and, and I don't do good on hunting questions. So oh, okay. I'll wait until fishing picks up to play again. <laughs> hey, Brandon, Brandon was really good. You can tell that he was knowledgeable. Uh, he knew that the 300 Savage was... John. Or was it John? Did Brandon I, was the one that hung up. To, did I call him Brandon? Oh, Brandon oh. was the one that was on. Okay, that hung John. Up. Sorry, when I was talking to you, I think I was calling you Brandon because the first one. So, yeah. but you understand we frequently get confused here. You know, they're Horn. probably still listening as they're driving to the pheasant field. But John knew his stuff because he knew a three hundred Savage was not more powerful than a three hundred Win Mag, and uh, that the copper bullets would penetrate just as well. I think. The, I think the Mag. Should have given it away, right? Yeah, to most I almost people. said 300 Winchester. Yeah, the wind mag, it kind of gives it away, yeah. You know, I knew a guy years ago, he's talking about a 300 Magnum, and, and he was supposed to be Joe Firearms Expert, and I said, oh, a 300 wind mag or 300 Weatherby? Yeah. He goes, well, 300 mag, it's same thing. I said, no, dude. No, dude. 300 Weatherby, now they've come up, they've, they've got uh, 
300 uh, Remington Ultra Mag, 300 Wind Short Mag. Yeah, you got to be careful. They've come up with so many Mag cartridges. What we got, Greg? We got somebody on the line there? We have Keith in Waukesha. Oh. All right. Hey, good morning, Keith. How are you this morning? Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Hey, we're good. doing good. Good. Great. I, I guess you didn't get my email. I sent you an email. Well, we well we did, but we didn't want to give depressing news to our listeners. No, well, the the, the good news is that it's all better as far as us go. Dan was talking about this this gentleman before about pheasant hunting, mm-hmm. and he mentioned, uh, you know, that he's he's been starting to hunt with his friends and they got dogs and that. Well, like I, like I said on the email, Dakota uh, passed away in September, you know, mm-hmm. and she is my sixth lab. And after three or four weeks, Char says, you know, we got to get another one. So, see, we went out and picked up another, oh, we picked good. Up, uh, another puppy on Tuesday. Oh, what, good. what kind did you get? A lab, a black lab. Another black, black lab. dog in the world as far as I'm They, they are great dogs. Yeah, you know, especially with the right temperament, you know, which most of them have, they are they are. You can good get dogs. some mean ones, but, uh, but generally they're pretty darn nice. Yeah. Pretty, and, you know, yep. the, the thing is, uh, I pheasant hunted for, I'm 70 years old, and I pheasant hunted ever since I was, 10 years old, you know, and this year when she passed away in September before the season, I didn't even take my shotgun out. I didn't even buy a license and I didn't even go anywhere. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just out of you to tell you the truth. But now we got our hands full. I mean, she's a cute little son of a gun. She's only, well, now she's 10 weeks old, but, uh, we'll start all over again. Do you, uh, do you train your own dogs? I train my old dogs. They're the easiest dogs and you need one thing. You need persistence and patience and Everyone turns out gorgeous, you know. And, yeah. and my dogs don't stay that. in a kennel. My dogs sleep in a bed with us. My dogs are with the kids. My dogs are with everything. But I'll tell you, my my last lab. If I grabbed the shotgun and my hunting jacket and walked out that door, that dog was there instantly. Oh and yeah. This guy says they know. It's amazing yeah. what they know. Yeah. You know. Uh, so I just wanted to say that uh, Dan, if you're going to get a lab, get a lab. And uh, the first three or four weeks, like now, are. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm no spring chicken anymore, and it's, it's, you, you got to be on them. But the, after that first three, four weeks, they already drive you nuts. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a blessing, you know. You know, speaking of pheasants, the DNR will be re- releasing seventy-five thousand pheasants on public hunting grounds. I think it's this week. That's a lot of pheasants, dude. Uh, or you know, before the oh, uh, yeah, they they're yeah they're releasing seventy-five thousand of them. Yeah, well, that's so. the whole season probably. Yeah. You know, but and, uh, but and, and they don't reduce them, release, release. <laughs> spit it out, Dan. Uh, they don't release them all right away, do they? They spread no. well, them out, there, right? There's a lot of different areas, public hunting ground areas. They release them in all the different areas. They yeah. kind of go down the road like the ice cream truck, ding, 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 you know, uh, speaking of releasing a uh, number a long time ago, my uh, my one uh, brother-in-law and I, we were meeting some guys up at Sand Lake. I think it was Sand Lake up by Phelps, Wisconsin. Yep. And uh, it was big early season. Yeah, Big Sand, that's it. And we were going to be uh, uh, walleye fishing and, and any other kind of fish I would bite. But anyway, when we go to launch our boat, there's a DNR truck stocking the trout. They stock trout in Big Sand, okay? Or they used to. I don't know if they still do or not. Yeah. And there's the and, and these are these are, you know, decent trout, you know. And yeah. They're rainbows and and so they're at the, so we kind of watched them, you know, they're releasing all of these trout. And uh I mean lots of them. 
And so I asked the one guy there, I says, well, how soon do these things start biting once you release them? He says, oh, well, we don't feed them for the 24 hours before we release them. So I think it was, he said 24 hours. He said, so they will start feeding right away. We put them, you know, right at the launch there. And he says, and they'll start grabbing whatever they can. So they pull on the side. They're going to have lunch, right? They got their bag lunches and whatever. And so I said to my brother-in-law, I says, well, why don't we catch some trout for dinner tonight? So we go over there. We got some little spinners, some little MEP spinners. We start casting. Boy, we you know we get about six or seven, eight trout. We got them in the buck five gallon bucket. Let me guess. I bet you didn't have a stamp or nothing. <laughs> and then I said to my brother-in-law, I says, "Oh, guess what? We don't have licenses for these. You know, we were so excited that we could catch these so right. easily. Oh. And I said, we don't, gotta we don't have the inland we don't, trout stamp. Yeah, we don't have a trout stamp for these. Don, let's go." <laughs> I say to my brother-in-law, let's go. Let's get out of here quick. And the, the guys who were starting, they didn't say, he said, oh, yeah, you know, because they're watching us, you know. And he said, hey, you guys had some luck. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get going. We're going to fry them up quick. And we get the heck out of there. Didn't even launch the boat. We just got out Tom Neubauer is the violator. I think I think we're past, uh, I, what what do they call that? Statue, uh, Statue of, of Limitations. Yeah, I think we're past that. I don't know, but man. I forgot all about, you know, you just forgot it. You just forgot all about it. You know, when you're there to catch fish and all of a sudden somebody gives you an opportunity to catch easy fish, you know, it's like, oh, man, we felt kind of bad about that. But the bad feeling went away pretty quickly when we were eating them that night. So, <laughs> my, my, my brother years ago in Missouri, he used to catch some little bass and he kept them in an aquarium. In, at our college, at Evangel College, and it was really cool. You could feed them, mm. you know, minnows and stuff, and wham, wham, they'd eat them. Uh, but when he was out trying to collect some little bass for his aquarium, he had them in a white bucket, five-gallon bucket. And he, he t- he's smart. My brother Tim was smart. He's kind of looking over his shoulder. Sure enough, he saw somebody coming, right? Mm-hmm. So he real quick threw the bucket. Yeah, it, dumped them out. Dumped them yeah. out, and... And there's still water in the bucket, but the bass were in the, and it was a warden. Yeah. He came up. He says, what was in the bucket? Oh, nothing. <laughs> you know, so he got away. But it was funny. Those bass, like you were talking about, they didn't feed the trout for a while. Well, if those fish aren't hungry, they just don't eat. You can have minnows swimming all around their nose, but if you let them get hungry for a while, oh, yeah. no sooner does it hit the water. Yeah. Well, there was a guy, I think I've told this story before, from New Orleans. He was a guy from down south, and he was a... He was a black guy who thought we were crazy white guys from the north. That's mm-hmm. what he'd say. Well, you see, white boys are all crazy. He said that we that we were like rednecks. Anyway, uh, my buddy says, you are to, my buddy Doc, <laughs> this guy, he had some goldfish, some pet goldfish. And he says, it was Christmas break, which is a month off. He goes, my, my, my fish, I don't know what to do. I'll be gone. And my one buddy says, I know what. We got a nice big environment for him. We'll put him in this big, beautiful tank. And he walks into my brother's dorm room and dumps the goldfish in by the bass. Uh-oh. Wham, 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 wham. <laughs> Five goldfish gone. <laughs> and Doc's eyes got real big and wide, and he backed up, and he goes, Oh, man, my pets. <laughs> well, you know, nowadays, yeah, it's legal to have undersized bass or any game fish in an aquarium at home, if you have a Class C fish hatchery license, which used to cost $5, I don't know, maybe it costs 10 now, but you have to have a receipt from a hatchery that you bought those undersized game fish from a hatchery. You just can't go out to a lake and catch a 4-inch bass and take it home and stick it in your aquarium tank. 
You just can't do that. You got to have a receipt. But you know what? Between you and me and the backyard fence, well, unless- nobody's really listening. There's a lot of people who do go out to get a little bass, little five six inch, and they put it in their aquarium. Uh, you know. So. Yeah, unless you're dating the game warden's daughter, who's going to find out? You well, know? that's just it. Yeah, oh. yeah. Spe- unless you get stopped on Spe- the way in. Speaking of statute of limitations, there. Mm. Um, years ago, I think I told you the story where my uh, brother had shot a three-legged deer that came through the woods because mm-hmm. it had one leg, and yeah. so he, he finished it off, but he didn't have a doe tag for it. Mm-hmm. And finally, uh, finally, my uh, my dad said, well, "Screw it, we're going to take it." And uh, so he drove right past the farm and stopped, walked in the house, said, "Well, we'll see you to the farmers that we're hunting by," and drove off with it. Later, he found out that the guy standing in the kitchen talking to the farmer that my dad went in to talk mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. Uh, he was the local game warden dropping oh. off his kids to get babysit. Oh. <laughs> and dad's got the dough in the truck and walking in talking oh, to him. No. <laughs> and then later, my dad said to the couple, it was a nice young, they were a couple, uh, and, and the, the gal used to babysit. He says, why didn't you tell me that you're babysitting the warden's kids? <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell me those things. That's important. Yeah. You know, I you know, after by the way folks, after our next break, we will be playing the uh, NFL football picking contest brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Pub. But I have a question before we get to that and 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 feel free to answer or make a comment if you want uh after the NFL football picking contest. But here's a question, guys. Is that Okay, you know, we, we hate to waste a resource, right? So if you were, let's say, okay, down here the northern pike size limit is like 26 inches, right? right. Well, what if you catch like a 24 or 25-incher, but the trailer hook on the spinnerbait or whatever you're using on live bait, the hook, it gets way down in its gullet. There's blood coming out of it. You try to release it, and all it does is belly up, and it this thing is going to die, right? Yeah. Okay, now... You hate to to waste it. I mean, should you be able to keep it, you know, instead of wasting the resource? Or do you have to really obey the law and put it back in the lake and let it become turtle and crayfish food? Now, see, John, now the cutting edge outdoors is getting philosophical. We're talking about situation ethics ethics now. Situation ethics. And we're going to talk. What does your moral compass say? Well, we'll we'll talk about that after the the NFL football picking contest and after the 730 break or whatever. We'll we'll, we'll get into that, all right? Some of the ethics in hunting and fishing and ethics. And uh, right now, we need a contestant for the NFL football picking contest brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Pub on Pewaukee Lake. So uh, we need a caller, 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. You are listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 FM, The Fan. It is now time from the Interstate Heating Studios to play the NFL Football Picking Contest brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Pub. What a great place to watch a Packer game. They have free drinks, uh, raffles, gift certificates, T-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, Packer jerseys, sports memorabilia. They go oh, their Packer game day drink specials, $2 domestic beers, $6 domestic pitchers, $3 tall boy cans. 
Uh, Smirnoff mixers, 50, 50 cent boneless wings, free jello shots for every Packer TB, TD. I don't know how many of them will get this week, but anyway, free jello shots for that. But Curly's Waterfront Pub is the place to go when it comes to a Packer game or any time you want to get good food, good drinks, and good fun. They got, uh, <laughs> they got good pizza, too. Yeah. Yeah. And Curly is such a nice guy. He's generous. Look at all of the stuff that he gives away yeah. every week. So, how do we do last week, Greg? Last week, John had a record of one and two to bring his season total to seven and fourteen. <laughs> John's the most consistent picker we have. Yeah. <laughs> Tom went two and one after going zero and three the week prior to bring his record to ten and eleven. Bushy. Had a rough week, went 0-3. Unprecedented. To bring his record to 9-12. and 12. Ooh, I'm ahead by one. Watch it. I was Watch doing it. so good there for a while. <laughs> I myself went 2-1 and one to bring my season record to 11-10. and 10. Ooh. And the caller yeah. last week went 2-1 and one for now they have a season total of 10-11. and 11. Oh, we're we're right about all of us are in that middle range, you know. Yeah, we yeah, all that's right there. Yeah, good thing we're not betting money on this stuff. <laughs> well, who do we uh, we got uh, <laughs> Kevin on the line, right? <laughs> Forget Ke- about the poor guy. No. Hey, Kevin. Good morning. Hi, guys. How you okay. Doing? Yeah. Uh, listen to it on the way to work on a Saturday, or just drive around and listen to it. Oh hey, cool. well, we thank you. We appreciate hey. that. Uh, okay. Tell all your friends. <laughs> oh, I, I tell him, I tell right. him, but no one's up that early. Oh, yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> All right. We'll boy. start off with yeah. the college game. Oh, boy. We have Nebraska visiting Camp Randall and Wisconsin. Nebraska is 7, Wisconsin is 11. Wisconsin is giving Nebraska 8 points. Ooh. I'm going to, if I can go, I'll take Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Yes, sir. They've had their, I guess, apparently early this morning. They're four and one against Nebraska since they started. Playing right, them. they are. Yeah. So I'll roll with that. All right, John. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Bushy. Yep, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Tom. I think we all might be in agreement. Definitely Wisconsin. Right. I'm going to go against the grain. Okay. And I will go in Nebraska. You go right ahead. ahead. So that's yeah, a big yeah. spread. You just go and be happy over there. You go right ahead. ahead. It's because... a little scary. Again, I'm glad we're not putting yep. money on this. Yeah. All right. Next game is the Detroit Lions at Houston Texans. Detroit is getting two and a half. I'll take Detroit. Stafford's looking pretty good. I don't know about MVP, but. All right. John, Detroit or Houston? Detroit. All right. Tommy? Yeah, you know, this. Detroit is getting what? Two and a half. You know They're what? Or, I'm sorry, are they getting or giving? They're getting two and a half. Two and a half. Okay, good. Yeah, I think, you know what? Houston's, I think Houston's due. I think they're due. I'm going to go with Houston on this one. Bushy? Houston's done. <laughs> Detroit do have a good defense. Up in Detroit. Uh, so, yeah, Detroit. I will pick Detroit as well. Next game on the slate is Minnesota visiting the Chicago Bears. Minnesota is giving Chicago four. Kevin? 
I am gonna, even though I'm not the hugest Jay Cutler fan, he's back, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Bears getting the points. All right, John, would you like the Vikings or the Bears? Bears. All right. I think the Vikings have a problem when it comes to playing outside, but that's just me. Tommy, I'm gonna go with Minnesota. They're gonna bounce back after last week. Bushy. Yeah, I agree with Tom. And I will agree with both of you. I will go Minnesota as well. Final game on the slate is the beloved Green Bay Packers facing the Atlanta Falcons. Green Bay is getting three points. Wow. They're not favored? They are not. They're getting three. Green Bay is getting three. So, Kevin. I'm going to take the Packers, but I'll tell you, Julio Jones with our defensive backfield injuries, is, it scares the heck out of me. Yeah. All right, John. No, I'm going to take the Packers. All right, John, you got Packers or Falcons? Falcons. Take Danny first. What? No. Yeah, no, take him first no, because no. I got nah, – take him first. Dan's not here. Take Danny first. But he went to the bathroom. <laughs> I, um, went, I went first the last two times. Oh, whoop-de-doo, Tom over here. I'm going to take my marbles and go home. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, take Danny first. Okay, go yeah, ahead, Danny. Yeah. What do you got? Tom was the type of guy that when he played marbles, <laughs> no. if he had his old marbles and someone had new ones, oh, Tom geez. would take the other guy's new ones when he left. <laughs> Chisler. <laughs> um, I would, I'm going to go with the Falcons. All right. Julio okay. Jones. Well, I, I got to tell hey, you guys. You know what? I'm going I, my heart more than Matthew right. Rogers. Kinda That's what Tom's going to do. Nope. Get, get ready. Tom's going to go with the Packers. The majority of the public is on the Falcons. Uh, in the country, the majority of the public is betting on the Falcons. Mm-hmm. And and when the majority of the public goes on a team, you always go the other way. Packers getting four points, going to win this game by at least three, if not seven. But it's going to be a closer game. I'm definitely taking this one to the bank. Dream Woo-hoo! on, Strebeck. Packers <laughs> all the way. Woo! <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, going with the Packers. And I will take the Packers as well. Atlanta's secondary is atrocious. So if they can keep up doing what they did last week, they should put enough points on the board to win by three. All okay. right. Well, I like it. Thanks for playing, Kevin. And uh, you know everybody's everybody's a winner because if you can't tie or beat one of us, <laughs> yeah, well, I listen to all your records, and it sounds about where I belong. Yeah, 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 yeah. you're right. With Don't good worry. Company here. You'll, 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 I'm sure you'll be getting that ten dollar gift certificate to uh, Curly's Waterfront Pub. Have you ever right. been there? I have not, but I heard the commercial when I was on hold, and it, it sounds pretty darn it, good. It, it is a it neat, is. it's a nice place, and you know what's nice about it? It's a friendly place. Where the people is it in again? Uh, it's uh, right. It's Kitty Corner from Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle. It's off, right. Take SS off the highway. Yeah, oh, and okay. and what's the name of the road again, John? Lakeview um, Boulevard. Lakeview Boulevard. You'll see oh, the blue sign. Oh, okay. Yeah. Blue sign on the left-hand side as you're going from the highway on SS. Yeah. Well, hopefully I have an extra 10 reasons to go there. All right. You will. Thank you very much, Bragle, Kevin. Greg will get right. your information. Oh, you already, okay. yeah, we got, you already it. got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay, All right. we're good. Thanks, All Kevin. Right, Bye now. man. Have a good weekend. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah, I'm, I, you know, it, this, this is a funny game to pick, but like Greg said, their defense isn't that good either. We got two bad defense. Well, let's put it this way. Our front, the Packers' front seven is better than, I think, Atlanta's front seven. So if they can put pressure on Matt Ryan, 
and they're, you know, I mean, our, like I said, if they can put pressure on them, our defense isn't all that great. So if they can put pressure, that should slow down their attack. I don't know. You think they're going to put two guys on Julio Jones? Uh, they're either going to double team them or have a safety over the top. Just I was to, just going to say maybe like a cover two. Yeah, have a safety a, over the top just yeah. to make sure they don't get burned by him because they really don't have any other receivers. Their number two receiver is Mohamed Sanu. Who, no, he's, he's not that great. No, nobody knows who Mohamed no, no. Mohamed, you know. No. So, who ever heard of a great receiver named Mohamed? Mohamed. <laughs> you know, I wonder if there's ever like, been. Where'd he go? Where'd, where'd he go to school? <laughs> Boise State? You know. I don't know where he went to school. <laughs> Some <laughs> unknown. But I yeah, this is going to be one of those games where, uh, boy, it's it's it, you know, it, it's I think it's going to you know be a lot of throws by both teams, and we'll and, you know a lot of passing. I think well, there, there's some yeah, insight there. A lot of throws. Well, that's because, because that's because you won't. I don't think you're going to see a lot of running because the if the if because uh, they can't run because well Atlanta's got a good running back who. I forget it. Devontae Freeman. Yeah, that's oh, it. Oh, Freeman. They got a good oh, yeah. running back. But he is also injured. Yeah, he's injured. How but if injured? the Packers can stop their running game. He's hampered. It's, yeah. a, it's hampered. a leg injury. Is he so. like Mike McCarthy injured? Like uh, fake like the guy's all no, injured no, no. and he's, not talk about no. it? And he's, then the guy's fine? He's barely practiced all week. so yeah. Which means he'll rush for over 100. Right, he'll right. come out and rush yeah. for over 100 on us. And our guy. <laughs> Guaranteed. Uh, What's our guy's Montgomery. name? Montgomery. Uh, we got a no, we're not Montgomery. The new guy, the wide receiver in the Niall Davis. Niall Davis. Niall with a K. You know, Davis. I I heard the big show was talking about they wanted people to call in and they said uh, Starks or Montgomery. You know, I was going to call in. You know, we're talking Montgomery, not Jim Thorpe here. Yeah. You know, <laughs> what are you guys thinking about? Yeah. Put a running back in there. Yeah, I think people forget. Uh, you know, Starks' breakout year, especially. In the super when they won the Super Bowl, yeah, the guy the guy was a monster. He he was great, you know, and and he's always been good. I maybe not always great, but he's always been good. He's been dependable. He's had fumbling issues as yes, of late, every last now, couple yeah, of years. Yes, he has. Yeah, so but, is Aaron Rodgers. But you know, he's quicker than Lacey. You know, he's quicker than Lacey. Doesn't have the power that Lacey has. But well, that was a good one-two punch that they that they had. Well, there. Yeah, was. <laughs> Well, we'll see how Niall Davis does, right? Yep. We'll see how he does this week because he, he's going to be in there. He'll probably get the ball 10, 15 times. He might, you know. Well, now the Packers are kind of going with they're putting a whole bunch of guys out there and throwing a bunch of short passes. Sure. Without, and, and if you remember back to 2007 when, you know, we lost to the Giants in the championship game, but earlier in that season, we really didn't have – a running game to speak of. We were putting uh, our punt returner in there, Chapman in there. We were putting wide receivers in there, and Brett was dinking and dunking and throwing passes, sure. short little passes all over the place. And it was five, six games into the season. Everybody was going, well, can we keep doing this and winning? But then later, Ryan Grant emerged. Yeah, yeah. And, and we did have a running game at the end. But starting out, we were just doing what the Packers did last yeah. week. Yeah, basically those short passages are their, their run game. You know, well, yeah. I'll tell get, you what, get three to six yards. You you, yeah. you dink and dunk for four yards every play. After three plays, what does that get you? First down. First down. Oh, that's good right. At, you're good at math, Greg. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's he's. You can he's, see he's, why he's, you got there with 
you're the producer with all those buttons in front of you. He's he's a smarter than your average producer. You know? That's what they do. They give you math. <laughs> they give you. They get when you're an intern here at the station. They give you a math test to go. What's three times four? Twelve. You're hired. You say eleven, thirteen. Well, we'll still let you give it a shot here for a while. See how you work. You might work through it. All right, we got to pay some bills now, folks. And when we come back, if you have anything to sell. Or looking for something to buy, you can always call us here on the Trading Post at 414-799-1250. The Trading Post will be coming up uh, after this break and a lot of other interesting stuff. So stay tuned to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Interstate Heating Studios. No, presented (laughs) by Interstate Heating in Sussex. They do more than just heating. They also do cooling. But if you need that furnace checked out, if it's not working right or you want to make sure it works okay this winter, give them a call. Just go to interstateheating.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Interstate Heating Studios. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors with John, Dan, Tom, Greg on the board there. Hey, John. Wake up, John. Yeah. Don't fall off that chair, buddy. Didn't you notice I was nodding in sequence with what you were saying? The Sheriff of Noddingwood. Yeah, this is uh, uh, the Trading Post. Just to let you know, if you got something to sell or you're looking for something to buy, just give us a call at 799-1250. want to remind you that Tex out in his uh, truck has got a, well, not this truck, but his big rig. He's got a 2014 Dodge Ram 1500 that he's got to sell. It's got a lot of extras on it. It's uh, You can call Tex at 920-475-6858. So while we wait for some callers, Tom, yeah. I've, I've been reading about sharks quite a bit here. And have you now? Why yes, have you been I reading have. about been sharks? Finding out some fascinating things about sharks. Now, you going shark fishing? First of all, here's some tips on avoiding a shark attack. Uh, here's one. <laughs> now listen up, Greg. So next time you go swimming in one yep. of the area lakes, you can avoid listen up. this. This is, this is cutting edge <laughs> stuff here. Tips on avoiding a shark attack. Ne- number one, never enter shark-infested waters. That's a good idea. Well, gee, I never would have thought of that one. <laughs> nope. Whoa, good. Don't go swimming where there's sharks around. Good, yeah. tip. Uh, That's a good tip. Never go swimming alone. Okay. Avoid midnight skinny dips because many shark Ooh. species hunt at night. Ooh. Or do you like the skinny? Okay. Uh. And leave like shiny. the skinny white girl from Jaws. <laughs> yeah. She was kind of hot back in my young age. I, you know, I kind of like that start. Uh, but here's some of the strange things that have been found in sharks' stomachs. Here we go. Car license plates. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that. Yeah. Tennis balls. Oh, okay. They, they must be How'd they get out there in the ocean? Yeah, they must be near Wimbledon or something. Uh, tires. Tires? Tires. You know... <laughs> If this would work, we could let a shark go in Pewaukee Lake. There's a lot of tires on the bottom out there. Maybe they'd clean those up. Um, talk to our DNR about pieces of armor. Oh, really? Yeah, I wonder. Here's, here's a good one. An entire reindeer without the antlers. Now, wait a minute. 
An entire reindeer, Tom. So uh, I got, you I'm, mean there's sharks <laughs> up there by Norway, Finland, Sweden, whatever? There's sharks up in the Baltic Sea? Well, yeah. Well, it's just, in the no, northern there's, sea? There's a bull shark. Well, didn't they? A bull, bull shark just ask was, the Swedish was found chef. in uh, Illinois on the Mississippi. That's somebody, th- up. somebody threw that there. No, it was a 10, 10, 15 foot shark. It would die. No, they have that bladder there, whatever. They can live in fresh water? Fresh water. Well, they just found some kind of shark expert or something. Well, they Uh, just found a bunch of uh, a shark breeding ground by uh, Long Island. They they yeah, can't that, bull I sharks. Can bull, bull sharks can go that. up fresh fresh water. They can, huh? Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, they can, but I don't think they. As they'd, far as two hundred miles, I, I don't think they'd make it up to Illinois necessarily. Uh, here's Never another, know. Here's another thing. John Tom, watches a lot of TV. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, else I think do. the shark was 25, 30 feet long. A cannonball. They found a cannonball. Oh, we were talking about the reindeer with yeah. without the antlers. Yeah. So it must have been. I think they call a reindeer, Tom. That's like a, um, a caribou. I think that's isn't the caribou no, what no, they call reindeer? Reindeer, reindeer, reindeer are, and other species. Reindeer, reindeer, reindeer is about that big yeah. Uh, really, there is an actual uh, reindeer. Yeah, up yeah. in the Nordic countries, there are specific reindeers. Yeah, so they're not part of the. I always thought it was oh. just kind of a Santa Claus name for caribou. No, you got a caller? We do. We have Chad from New Berlin who wants to put some stuff on the trading post. Oh, okay, Chad, go ahead. What do you got? See, I've got a. Uh, Plow for a ATV, fifty-four inch yeah. plow. Okay. I'm asking two hundred bucks for that. It's like brand new. All right. Then I have a uh, apartment refrigerator, uh, like a four four square foot refrigerator, uh-huh. small one, twenty-five bucks. All right. College student. A, then I have a large uh, broadcast spreader for. Uh, um, for twenty five bucks, that's for you know, like uh, spreading fertilizer okay, yeah. on your grass yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. You're correct. Yeah. You could okay. also use it to spread salt. Yeah. Oh, you could spread salt. Good point, yeah. Greg. Also, yeah. Good point. Yeah, and Chad's phone number is four one four four nine one eight three six zero. Is that correct, Chad? That's correct. Yeah, I remembered that from last week. Not really. I got it written down from last Tom week. Can't. You're lucky Tom remembers your name right now. Yeah. He's so bad. That's Chad. Yeah, at... I just woke up, so, I mean, that's why I'm kind of drowsy. Here. We're, yeah. always, we're always like that. Yeah. It's, uh, you can call Chad at 414-491-8360 if you're interested in any of those items. Thanks for calling, Chad. Take care, okay, man. Buddy. Okay, bye now. All right. All right. Yeah, I just happened to have that written down from last week. Okay, now. Back to the shark stomachs yes, here, back guys. Back to sharks. Another one. I, I mentioned a cannonball. Yeah. Hmm. I'd like to know how the how would they get a um, I don't know. Maybe it was like uh one of those from the uh from like the uh, Civil War when they had those uh submarines. Gotta be hard US. to gotta be hard to pass one of those they had for those. a shark. And how about <laughs> this one? This is a good one. A live turtle. They found a live turtle. It had actually survived. Oh. Kind of like Jonah and the whale, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Call that turtle Jonah. Adopt it. Uh, Newspaper. Oh, that's boring. A barrel of nails. And here's the best one. A tattooed arm. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But I guess it was part of a murder victim. That's what it says in the book. Uh, Evidently, they must have matched the tattoo up, huh? Or maybe got... Fingerprints. Yeah, we got that uh, female surfer. Yeah. That yes. 
surfs with she had a she was a 14 years old and yeah. was a world class surfer top in all the women's divisions yeah and lost her arm didn't she, she? lost her arm because they the, obviously they think it's a, a seal or something bit her arm up but she still continues to surf yeah yeah and and she's that, actually the star yeah. of it yeah and and see that's why i won't swim in the ocean because there's too many damn things in that ocean it's gonna eat me well that's why <laughs> that's, that's why i don't that's go that's why this brilliant tip that said never enter shark infested waters yep i'm People, not going a lot of things they, they did shark week uh what was it three months ago two months ago three months yeah. ago yeah. on discovery channel and they were talking about there's a fish somewhere. I, I don't know. I can't remember where it was. But its scent deters sharks. So now they're trying to formulate. They're trying to take oh, the fish's oil oh, yeah. and formulate yeah. a, a spray or a lotion yeah. that you can put on your gear that'll deter the shark from coming at you. Maybe bait mate could come up with something there. Trying to come up with some of that cutting edge resource. Yeah, on that. Didn't they end the show with them throwing a canister? Yeah, in, in a mess of sharks, and they all and they all boom. scattered. They all really, away. yeah. Uh, Someone's going to make a fortune on this. Well, scattered. Someone will. I, hey, can hey, I invest in stock in this company? <laughs> yeah, if that, if that company goes public, I want stock in that. Yeah. I want to buy stock yeah, in Tom that company. Tom will buy a dollar's worth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> 50, 50 cents, <laughs> Mr. Chisler maybe over here. Maybe I can here. find a deal on eBay. <laughs> maybe we can, get a hot, we can get a hot tip. All right, listen, we got to go to a break, folks. We got one more segment coming. Coming up here on the Midwestern Shooters, uh, Midwestern Shooters Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, uh, presented by Interstate Heating. Stay tuned for more. It's the final countdown. Hold on, I gotta scoot my chair up here. Oh, okay. <laughs> When's the station gonna get new chairs here, Greg? Uh, uh, no, these, this is it. Yeah, that's that's below my pay grade. Can we maybe this have a it. fundraiser and sell some cookies or something? And that is below whatever, my pay grade. Raise some, raise some money for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, coming to you live from the Interstate yes, Heating here at the Studios. Interstate Heating Studios. This is the Midwestern Shooter yeah. Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. And speaking of fundraisers, yeah. here's my gripe of the week. Uh-oh. Okay. The <clears throat> single guys get screwed all the time. Here's, I'll, I'll explain why. Like, all my buddies are married, right? So they got kids, right? And they always have fundraisers. And I'm always buying something. Always, but the single yeah. guy gets hooked up, Okay. Now, I'm never asking anybody to buy anything. So normally, like, if you got one married guy and another married guy, and the one guy buys something from the one's kid, and then the other buys something from his kid, there's a, you know, they, they reciprocate. There's nothing. I'm just stuck buying stuff all the time. Girl Scout cookies. Hey, well, what you, you should do you, is make an exchange with them. Say, no. here, here, yeah, I'll take one of those. Here's one of these. Just, and just what's one of these? Just, I got no of these. What, what just, just do what Nancy Reagan said. Just say no. Just say no. Yeah. Just say no. Yeah, I can't say no. I'm always supporting all the fundraisers. 
Oh. And those kids greatly appreciate it. And they and then you see the Cub Scout selling the popcorn, you know, at the gas station now. Oh, right by Midwestern Shooter Supply. They got me there last year. Um, up in the gas station there. There's you know what it was? There was like a looked like an eight year old Cub Scout standing there. And what got me was his mother was there helping him. Which made me feel bad thinking, you know, that's normally would be a dad thing. And I'm thinking, here's a mother taking the time because maybe there is no dad in the picture. So <laughs> I bought a lot of popcorn, I'll tell you. you know, I'm still eating I'll, popcorn. I'll tell you, you know, actually, I, they do a lot of that at Sherpers, both Sherpers stores in Hales Corners and Oconomowoc, where like Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts will, you know, they, they'll, they'll be grilling up the brats and the hot dogs for a fundraiser or the popcorn and all that stuff. It's mostly moms with them. And mostly I, moms. I suppose you try try and score a few free brats and stuff from them, mate. No, I bought a couple a couple weeks ago I bought two brats. I it, it, they were kind of shocked. I says, "I'll take two brats, no buns." <laughs> and they looked at me, no buns. I said, "No, no buns." Oh, well, that's how you lost and that then, 20 pounds. Well, staying away from that stuff. Yeah. And then and so then uh uh what do you call it? but the brats were terrible. They what? didn't, they didn't uh, don't, have don't say that. Well, they didn't then have Johnsonville. Tom, you can't. What's the matter with you? I'm sorry. Maybe they got them donated, but they weren't good. Well, I'm sorry. They were all grilling a brat. You can't. It's a, I'm it's sorry. For the cause. It cost you 50 cents each. No, it was $2 each. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my God. And they weren't good. I'm sorry. They were, not, they were not good. I ate them anyway, and I thanked them. I didn't tell them they were no, they weren't any You're good. You're just telling the whole world now. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. now yeah. 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 you're waiting until they're listening to the show. Wisconsin now you're blasting them. Right now, the kid's crying right now. Yeah, no, nah, they knew it, too. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> now, <laughs> anybody that goes in the Sherpers is going to see those kids on Browns. Tom said they're horrible. Hell I'm no. Not well, well, maybe, they'll get, maybe, they'll get, maybe they'll get different ones. They're eight-year-olds. I don't care. Get better They probably got them donated. <laughs> I know, and that's why. Buy the Johnsonville. They're great. No, Bucky's Fine Meats. Well, you can you well, go yeah, to Bucky's, you can go to Bucky's and, and get, get the ones that are brats. the, uh, oh my, I got the ones with the cheddar inside. They're oh like, yeah, they're wonderful. Oh my God. Well, they and make they, all yeah, kinds of Yeah, but they, they, they make the, the charge brats. like $5 for a brat if you no, get it No, no, they're not that bad. No, I'm saying no. to the, the kids, if they want to make a profit out yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. I bet you Bucky's yeah. would help them out. They're nice people. But the brats at Bucky's were big, like double size of Johnsonville, man. They were good. You know what? We should ask Bucky's if if they give deals to Boy Scouts, Cub Scouts, Girl Scouts, whatever, for fundraisers. Yeah. I wonder if they should donate to us every now and again. Yeah. For your golf outing. And they have. Oh, they have. Oh, mounds yeah. of meat. They, they mounds. No, I'm talking about just us for, for every Saturday every, morning. Oh, every, just for us. You know, Saturday every, mornings, well, they brought Saturday a, mornings for the every show. Every now well, and then I brought you those. Yeah. Greg, yeah, you didn't. Greg loved it when I gave him a whole pound of those goose jalapeno sticks from Bucky's. Oh, I was all over those. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was digging those, yeah. man. So I got to get some. You know where else the Boy Scouts get you? Huh. Pick and save. Pick yeah, and save. Yeah, they're always out, there. Out yeah. in front of pick and save. I don't know why yeah. pick and save lets that happen because. They're always there. People go in hungry and then. Oh, the, you're right. People get hot dogs and brats. And... The head owner of Pick and Save, you know, John Pick, he has a kid who's in the Boy Scouts <laughs> and stuff and Cub Scouts. And Actually, it's owned by Kroger now. Kroger? Kroger well, Kroger's owns got Roundies. Yeah, they own it. So, yeah. Well, I, I guess it's a fun ra- The girl, you know, the, the poor Boy Scouts, the Girl Scouts got those cookies going. Mm-hmm. Okay. They got a racket. Now they're even making Girl Scout cereal. And those cookies ain't all that great either. Oh, come on. <laughs> now he's disparaging sweet little girls <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> oh, my Well, they're God. also selling trail mix. 
They they just started this year. They're selling yeah. trail mix, peanuts, uh, little chocolate bars, pretzels, all that other yeah. stuff. Let me ask you: Is there some is there some embezzling Girl Scout leader somewhere living in a multi million dollar house, buying buying new Porsches and and stuff? Where's all this money going? They gotta make a what fortune. do they do? What are they doing with all this money? I don't know. And the prizes they give the kids aren't that great you no. know, for the best seller. And like you said, the brats are terrible. No, that's the Cub Scouts. <laughs> okay. Or Boy Scouts. The I caramel, can't remember what the they caramel, were. Is it caramel or caramel? Either way is fine. Okay, okay. I'm glad. I just want to make sure. I know you're up. You, you, get, either, pretty, you get fussy with the old no, smelt, e, smelt e, thing, yeah, so I want to make sure. Is, I cleared it with fine. you. Okay. Those the caramel delights are pretty darn good, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll buy several yeah. boxes of those. My wife gets upset with me because she says the word schmear, and I said, honey, there is no SH in the word smear. And then she gets mad at me, you know. You starts hollering. Well, you could. Uh, you also say <laughs> "crick" when it's when it's spelled C R E E K. Yeah, I know. Crick, is, creek, crick, creek. We used to play a game called "schmear." Yeah, I know. I, I can't say too. we can't say it on the air. But it was "schmear" the and it rhymes mm-hmm. with "schmear." And we, that was our football game where you'd the ball, the, the deer, whoever had yeah, the ball, whoever had the ball. You played "schmear" oh, yeah. the deer too. Oh yeah, yeah. Whoever had the ball, you tackle them, and once you got tackled, was, you throw the ball. I up was and... great at it. I was quick. They it took forever for them to catch me and get me down, and then I was quick at recovering. But that was a good game. You know, ice fishing. There was the a... name was very improper. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad that we grew up to learn that that was it's now "schmear the deer." Yeah, ice. Oh, I was going to say, in ice fishing, I, I went with this group me. of people one time ice fishing up in Sheboygan area, and they said, oh, and by the way, Tom, uh, we do something here. When when there's a tip-up, first person that gets there gets a tip-up. Uh, tackling, tripping, pushing, it, it's all okay. Right. I said, are you kidding me? And you, you should have seen these guys. Tip-up goes up. There's four, five, six guys running. They're pushing each other, tackling, tripping oh, each other, fun. knocking you're each laugh- other down. And you're laughing so and, hard you can't you know, even run. And, oh, it's yeah, it's weird. It, it was like, oh, my God, what up am on, I getting up, myself into here? Up on Lake of the Woods one time, <laughs> I was up there, a group of guys catching 40-inch pike through the ice. And uh, late in the day, all of a sudden, a flag went up. I turned. I had my beer in my hand, and I looked at Scott Olson. He's about 10 feet behind me. And I said, catch me, fat boy. And I turned <laughs> and I went to run. And son of a gun, I made it about three steps. And Scott brought me down from behind. <laughs> bad knees and bad back and all. And he had me by about 60 pounds of body oh, weight. I didn't yeah. think he could move that quick. But he was a linebacker at Stevens Point. So oh. I guess he still had one last dash in him. And he dove to barely catch my heel. So, truth and, be told, and, you know, and I had heavy boots on. Otherwise, I would have left them in the dust. It's sad to Bad say. story. Yeah, it's sad to say that uh, ice fishing will soon be upon us. It's, I mean, for the ice anglers who love it, that's good news for them. But for me, eh. Oh, boy. Hey, you'll, everybody will be on the up. ice fishing, and you'll be in the parking lot selling smokes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to take some Jägermeister. John, you got anything to say? What you got, yes. John? To all the listeners, thanks for listening, and God bless. Stay free. All right. How much time is left? Do we have to keep talking? <laughs> Not really. No, you can. We support Cutting Edge Outdoors supports the Boy Scouts, Cub Scouts, and Girl, Girl Scouts. Scouts and Everybody Brownies. One hundred percent. 
Yeah, yeah we got to make Everyone sure we... he has insulted today. <laughs> <laughs> we support everybody that you guys insulted. Any of those, <laughs> any of those deer we insulted with our smear the deer comments, we apologize to you as well. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented presented from the Interstate Heating Studios. We'll talk to you all next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.